0: Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.
2: So, uh, Pierre, just watching you here, you're calm, you look like a normal, everyday guy. What would drive you toward wanting to be at risk in this line of work and getting to the bottom of, I guess, the rationale of a group like Hamas?
3: Well,. It happened about 20 years ago, 20, no, actually 25, 23 years ago, I saw the clip of Mohammed al dura being uh, killed, supposedly by the, by the Israeli army, and it became a big part of the Palestinian propaganda, and uh, I used to be a filmmaker and journalist, and I knew this was a fake, so I decided to get involved, and by then I was... You know, I had my little company for, for publishing magazines, and I said, "Okay, why would not why not try to do that?" So I went to Israel, started interviewing people, and guess what? Twenty-three years old, twenty-three years later, I'm still doing it, and I'm still alive. And uh, you go there step by step. You know, baby steps. The first day you just stay in Israel. A week later, you're already in Bethlehem, which is kind of safe. And uh, later on, you end up in Gaza and in Iraq with the American army. So um, does it
2: surprise you what happened on October 7th? Uh, I mean, I have every expectation that's what Hamas is about. But yes, the, is. the detailed savagery of this, so much so that allegedly some of these uh, people use various drugs to get them in the mood. To uh, attack women and children, and also violation of their religion. And they had to be convinced that it's fine to rape women brutally in this. Does it surprise you, someone with actual experience, of how savage this was?
3: No, 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 absolutely not. First of all, it's not the first time it happened in history. You, if you knew a little bit about the region, you would know that in uh, 1907, it happened in Ujda, in Morocco. It also happened uh, in 1929 in uh, Hebron, where most of the Jews were massacred at the call of Hajamina Al-Husseini, who was the first... Arab of Palestine leader. In those days, you wouldn't call them Palestinians because Palestinians and Palestine as a, as a so-called country was invented in 1964 by the KGB, but you, they were Arabs of Palestine, and the Palestinians by then were called... The Jews by then were called Palestinians. So in 1929, also, they committed a massacre where they did about the same atrocities that they just did on October 7 Then in 1941, in, in Iraq, you had the faroud uh, also because because jamin Al-Husseini was a close friend to the leader of uh, of Iraq, and uh, he was also a Nazi. So he wanted to exterminate all the Jews of the Middle East, and he convinced the leader of Iraq to do the same. So there was also a massacre. So uh, it's inside their culture. It's called a razia. When they go to war, there is no limit to what they can do. And when people are telling you, well, Islam is a religion of peace and uh, equality and justice and whatever, it is for some people. And actually, I have to say, it is for the majority of them. But when you are talking of a population in the world which represents about 1.5 billion people, and only 20% of them are radicalized and capable of committing those atrocities, It represents the population of America, 300 million people. So you have 1.2 billion people who are fantastic and great and following a very nice way of, you know, following.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.
3: The, the, the rules of their religion in a very nice way and then you have 300 million people who want to kill you and uh, rape your wife and open the belly of a pregnant woman which is one of the things they did in, in on october the 7th or put two children together tie them up together and burn them alive and for the parents to watch, which is also one of the things they did on October 7th, or put a six-month-old baby in an oven and rape the woman. At the same time, she would hear the baby cry because he was burned alive. This is the kind of things they did on October 7th. So I've interviewed a lot of terrorists from Hamas, from Islamic Jihad, from Al-Qaeda when I was with the U.S. Army in uh, in, in 2008 in Iraq, in, in Dura. Uh, but... The guys who went into the kibbutz on October seventh don't even deserve to, to be called terrorists because terrorists, as horrible as they are, they you know they send planes, they they, they destroy the twin towers and they kill three thousand people and it's horrible and they did the same thing in the Bataclan in Paris and they did in London right. and in Madrid. But they kill. Those are psychopaths who enjoy killing Jews and non-Jews and Christians and Filipinos and Thai with their own hands and torture them to death and burn them alive and burn the women and and rape the women and rape the babies. Okay? We discovered that the babies had been raped as well. So we are not talking of human beings. We are talking of Hamas. Hamas is not made of human beings. They are monsters. They are demons from hell. Those people don't deserve to be called anything human. And I've filmed the video, 450 of them. Yeah, so Pierre, how did they get to that point? Uh,
2: You know, I've only been to Israel once, and certainly I was in relatively safe almost all the time areas, as far as I can tell, Bethlehem and places like that were a little bit. What is the solution? Extermination, I agree with what Israel is going to do with Hamas. What's the solution to take this out? Is
3: it doable? What do you have to do? Well, it's a complicated international situation where people have interest with Iran and, uh, you know, Obama tried to give uh, uh, whatever Iran... Iran wanted uh, in exchange for promises, but obviously they wouldn't keep. Biden has been trying to do the same thing with Iran. Iran is just trying to take control over the Middle East, and they have their method to doing that. Okay, so you have all the money flowing into terrorist organizations. The money is coming from Iran. The money is also coming from the, um, the, the Muslim Brotherhood, and you have in America a lot of members of the Muslim Brotherhood, and those people are very dangerous. What you can see in universities Right now, it's not spontaneous ri- riots. It's things which have been organized by sleeping cells for a long time. My, my good friend, uh, Stephen Emerson, has been documenting that for uh, already We, we, we know years. Emerson, Pierre,
2: Pierre we, Riav with us. Yeah. I've had Emerson on a dozen times. So what, yeah. let, let me say, though, then, what is the posture? Somebody who's actually lived yeah. this in the cutting edge, what to do?
3: Well, it's a question of education. You know, in the Palestinian territories, called the so-called Palestinian territories, they, after the Oslo Accords, we let them take care of their own destiny. Israel withdrew from Gaza. Israel put Mahmoud Abbas. I mean, Yasser Arafat was a terrorist, in charge of, uh, of the West Bank, also called Judea Samaria. And the first thing he did was to establish a fund to finance and, and, and pay salaries to the terrorists. The more Jews you kill, the more money you get if you're in jail, or your family is going to get it if the IDF right. has, has killed you. Okay? So this is the guy that Israel is trying to deal with and who is going all around the world. It's been received at the White House and uh, in the Elyse in Paris. Paris. Okay? I hope you have a beep. Yeah, Dan's somebody. on it. Our
2: producer's on it. So
3: it. I, uh, to the chase okay.
2: then, well, you're saying yeah. education, that Israel should take over the education in Gaza?
3: We should, we should force them to have a country. They do not want to have a country. This is what the rest of the world doesn't understand. The The Hamas in Gaza and the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank, they do not want a country. As long as the conflict goes on, they make a lot of money. Uh, The two leaders of the Hamas, altogether own $4 billion. It's more than Oprah and more than than, uh, Donald Trump. They stole that money from their people, and the more of their people are being killed, the more they can show propaganda, Mm. in universities, on American television, on French television, and pretend that it's the fault of Israel, and make more money. The problem is that we have the same situation with Mahmoud Abbas, with a gangster, with the head of the Palestinian Authority, and is pretending to represent the Palestinian people. And they have, you know, this carrot and stick, if you are with us, oil will be cheaper for you, and if you are not with us, we're going to send terrorists into your country. So the West is, at the same time, greedy for this cheap oil and at the same time uh, afraid of a potential terrorist attack on their soil. So that's the reason why the Palestinians are always on the front line and always kind of promoted, and the reality on the field is not there. They want, if they wanted the country, they could have had a country in 1948. In 2000, they could have had a country in 2008. They never wanted a country. They want either Israel... Because Israel is built. It's a modern country. You've been to Israel, you know, it looks like, uh, Tel Aviv looks like Manhattan. And uh, it's a thriving country. The economy is fantastic. We have a lot of geniuses. We have a lot of Nobel Prizes. Mm -hmm. They are still, uh, they are still believe that, some of them believe that the earth is flat and they are still uh, cleaning themselves sometimes with a camel piece. I'm sorry to say, but I've been there. I know what I'm talking about. Well, you you obviously have. So... Yeah. I, I, listen, it's a 21st century against people, not all of them. And I know a lot of right. good Palestinians. Don't get me wrong. I have a lot of friends in the Palestinian territories. One of my best friends is Bassem Eid, who's been fighting for the Palestinian people, taking the Israeli side, because he knows the truth. He knows that the Palestinians mm-hmm. get a lot from Israel and much more from Israel than they will ever get from their own leaders. And that's a fact. Okay, well, Pierre, where do people find your work? Where should our listeners go? Well, I have a, a small Internet site. I Actually, I'm not here to promote my own work, but I'm here to talk about Israel and the reality on the field right now. Uh, it's not for myself. It's for humanity. It's for Israel. It's for the Jews. And uh, they can actually go to PierreRehoff.com. And there's, if they want to see atrocities committed by Hamas, they can go on Telegram and check for Hamas atrocities. They will find a lot of those images that – people and that the poor Palestinians pretend didn't exist and th- things didn't happen it does and it's available Pierre thank you very much uh, hopefully we will talk thank with you, you again Pierre enjoy talking with thank you me. my pleasure Don. anytime
0: Dom Giudano, weekdays noon till 3 from talk radio 1210 Wphd.